Uno, dos, tres, catorce. Hola, señoritas, why, señores. Me llamo Ricardo Queso. Let's mambo! Okay, welcome to episode three of the Fat Maria podcast. We have a fantastic show planned. We have our, our good pal, website Joe, on later, who helped design our website, fatmariasports.com. Make sure you check it out. But for now... Terry is here. Chubbs is here. How are we doing? Chubbs, I'll let you go first. Uh, I thought we had kind of established a little report here and that you're always going to be the first one uh, coming out of the lead to talk. But yeah. you know, I, like keeping, I like keeping people on their toes. So yep. I'll, I'll take over. Um, yeah, absolutely nothing has changed other than watching uh, Moose win the, win the love of his life. That's kind of the only highlight of the last week for me. Uh, okay, we'll get to that in a second, but Terry? <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Everything's good with me. I, I, there's a few things uh, There's a few things that have happened the last week that I do want to discuss, but I want to hear how you are first, Moose. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm good. Uh, I want to bring up what Chubbs just talked about. Um, start off, preface it, I, I did not find the love of my life. Let's just get that clear. Heartbreaking. But, Heartbreaking. So, backtrack. Uh, last weekend, or last week, I get a text on Monday from this guy saying, hey, you've come highly recommended for a date, a Zoom dating show. Um, no fucking idea what the guy's talking about. And he's like, can I get on a call later with you to, uh, to talk to you? So, see if you'd be a good fit. And at first, I was like... I figured out which of my friends recommended me. They didn't tell me, obviously, but I'm like, I don't want to do this. I really have no interest on the Zoom dating show thing. Uh, but then I was like, hey, got to think about our listeners, our readers, Fat Maria. And I'm a content guy, you know? I like to produce content. I was like, this is going to be great content. So I'm like, hey, yeah, okay, I'll talk to you. So, you know, we talked for about 15 minutes. He asked me some weird questions. Uh, he's like, I'm going to talk to my co-host. We'll see. I'll talk to him. We'll see like if, if you're a good fit. I'm like, okay. Yeah, that was Monday. Don't hear anything. Thursday, I get a text from his co-host being like, Hey man, uh, can I talk to you later today about coming on the show? And I was like, okay, this guy, I mean, you both saw the show. These two guys sucked. They were fucking losers, but this guy was the worst. He's asking me the creepiest questions, just weird fucking questions, doesn't know how to speak to people, like very much has no social cues. And then in the middle of it just switches to FaceTime and goes <laughs> and goes, Oh, good good set of hair on you. You must he's like, You must you must have done well with the Jewish girls. And I was like, dude I love this guy. I was like, You're the fucking worst. Do you but, think he's look? Do you think he's looking and like trying to? He's looking at your looks to try to figure out, okay, what is like the correct looking female, so that it's more likely for you guys actually to hit it off. I, I don't fucking know. I think he just was desperate. But then he goes, "You look, you look like an actor," and I'm like, "Who?" And he's like, "I can't put my head on it," and I'm like, "I don't know." And he's like, "Wait, your like eyes, nose, and mouth, but not the rest of your body, looks like Jonah Hill's." And he's a stud, and he's like, and he's like, and he's a stud now. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, I'm pretty sure Joe Hill has blue eyes, first of all. 
Was this guy on the show? He was one of the hosts. Okay. Yeah. So this is this guy's the worst. I'm I'm talking about like I'm thinking about just telling him to fuck off. But finally it ends, and he's like, "Yeah, dude, I think it'll be a great fit. I'm gonna talk to the other host, and we'll we'll let you know by tonight." Get an email two hours later, being like, "You're on. You're on the show tomorrow." So. Once again, I went into this strictly for humor and content purposes. Obviously, the show starts. I I think the girl took it a lot more seriously than I did. Um, yes. It was like a love is blind situation for those that didn't see. So we both had blindfolds. They were asking us some dumb questions we were supposed to talk. I made some super dark jokes that did not go over well. Uh, and... I mean, I guess, long story short, have not spoken to this girl and have no interest in it, but it was a good time from all the people that watched from what I heard. So for two people who watched, you two, I want to hear your guys' side. Yeah, I had a fun time watching. I very much enjoyed it, though I will say I thought it was going to be a little more legitimate than it was going in, and so I made the mistake of telling um, like my girlfriend's parents about it. So they were very interested to watch because I was like, hey, like, going to be watching this dating show later. They made it about five minutes in and we're like, this is the stupidest thing we've ever seen. (laughs) She told us that this would be interesting to watch. And they did say, though, that you were funny and that they found you funny. Well, okay, so that's a positive because I did show my butt, my ass. They didn't make it to that. So part. that's a positive that they didn't make it to that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Terry, your thoughts? You were pretty active, Terry, in the uh, in the <laughs> yeah. chat. Yep. So, so the first thing I do want to comment on um, the legitimacy of this uh, show because it looked like they put about zero effort <laughs> into setting this up. Nothing worked right. Moose's Wi-Fi was so bad. Like it, you, half the time you weren't even coming through the punchline. It seemed like it would always cut out right at the punchline of your of your joke that no one thought was funny anyway. Yeah. Um. But I don't understand what they're. I hope they have a day job besides this because if this is the only thing that they're working on right now, I'm very concerned about that. So, but yes, I would say the best part of the whole thing was the comment section and what was going on in the comment section because it was it was probably about 40 of Moose's friends uh, commenting, <laughs> saying the most vile things about you. And then maybe 10 to 15 people who are dedicated to watching yes. this show and one person named Shannon who every single person in the comment section who even even Moose's friends after a bit were asking for Shannon's opinion <laughs> and no matter what everyone needed Shannon's opinion on if this was going to work out if, if she would date Moose what she thought of the Fabria Sports website. Oh, that got, got bad. Up, that got brought up in there and got really bad. Bad Boy Lance had Bad Boy Lance, our, our one uh, employee that isn't on this podcast. <laughs> A lot of his content got ripped apart, but. But my good friend Shannon, and then I also want to give a shout out to Elsa. Elsa, my sweetheart out there. Uh, let it go, baby. Let it go. <laughs> So, I I obviously didn't get to read all the comments because I had a blindfold on, but I could tell that one people were very like 
like you said, it was like 40 of my friends, 10 or 15 people who for some reason are constant viewers of the show, which is weird as fuck. <laughs> the girl, the up, uh, the girl had no friends who were commenting. So it was just my friends and these viewers. You guys were definitely cyberbullying Shannon. <laughs> like, okay, hold on. Yes, we were. <laughs> but the worst part was at the end, it like ends and they're like, do you guys think you'll go on a date? And I'm like, eh, eh, eh. But uh, it, they, they're like, okay, post-show, we're going to bring on our dedicated viewers. They just bring in 10 random fucking people. They have notes. I'm sitting there with my thumb up my ass. I have, they, they start like trying to tell me notes about stuff and about like who I am. And I just end up Irish goodbying and dipping. I'm like, I don't, I don't say anything. I'm just like, I'm out. <laughs> it turned awful at that point when they yeah. brought all those people on and they were just talking about like neighborhoods in New York. It was like, oh, Brendan, where do you live? Oh, well, I'm up in Park Slope now. And it was just like people saying that for like 20 minutes and I had no idea why they were still on the show. Uh, the, the, the quality of the rest of that show was similar to the quality of this podcast. Yeah. Yes. No, I, come I on. Add, come I'm on. only watching it. Because I wanted Terry Matthewson to get on the screen. Yeah. And it looked like there was a distinct possibility that was going to happen. Okay. Okay. So Terry Matthewson made a large presence in the comment section. Terry Matthewson uh, was outed as married and with kids. Um, and, <laughs> and I wanted to make that very clear for Shannon, who I thought the world of at first, that I was not married in quotes and and i may or may not have a kid in quotes um but but she kind of turned on me real quick and i i found an affection with elsa um me and elsa hit it off we talked a lot about uh watching frozen 2 on disney plus i i asked her if she wants to watch disney plus with me in quotes um and she said yes, and I, I distinctly told Shannon, Shannon, move over, El me and Elsa next week on updating <laughs> the show. Um, and, and, uh, and Shannon fired back quickly and said, I don't think you're giving me a fair chance. And that quickly turned into a possible, the first ever maybe two-on-one in updating <laughs> with Shannon and Elsa with Terry Matthewson. Um, so I kind of had them fighting back and forth for my love, I thought. Uh, and then things really went south when they pulled up all the uh, very loyal viewers and put the video on of about 10 people, as you discussed before. I was mentioning, I was, I was pointing out people's laughs. I was saying go back and look at certain people's Twitter history yeah. because <laughs> it wasn't good. I was Shannon wasn't saying a peep on on uh, the end. Shannon, who everyone wanted to know her opinion, was talking loud in the comment section. Got on video, didn't say a word. I was rooting for Shannon. I was telling everyone to shut up, let Shannon talk. Um, and then they pull and they try to put me straight on the video. They put me straight on the video, so my screen's blinking, about to go to video. I'm in no way, shape, or form ready to face the music. <laughs> so so I, I quickly, for the sake of my child, my family, I quickly log off, but I decided, hey, 
give it a chance. So I went back on and went on the video and I put my child's plush teddy bear in front of the screen so that I could shit talk them. And instantly the person that I called out for having a bad Twitter history that I had no idea what the person's name was. Whoever that was. Would never have found the Twitter. Um, She instantly says, look, Terry Mathewson's got a wedding ring on holding that teddy bear. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's a troll for this show and he's married. And I was just like, oh, fuck me. So I logged off. I went right to bed and I tried to forget about everything that had just happened in the last two to three hours of my life. I mean, it was, it was, you were the star. The comment section was the star. It was a, it was, I'm definitely happy I did it for the content and for that experience. I, I don't even really remember anything about the girl, but I remember Terry's comments. I was going to say, the girl was like nice and was taking it somewhat seriously. And the gross incompetence of the show staff made it so uncomfortable to watch her out there. Like, I feel like you knew what was up. You were having a good time with it, messing around. And she she was probably having fun because of that, but she definitely thought she was getting on a real dating show. Right. And probably about halfway through, I'm sure she realized that uh, that was certainly so, not the case. Yeah, did many I, I don't know. She didn't really act like it, like it. I was trying to like make hints that I wasn't taking it seriously, like when I made a joke about uppers, but I just don't think it really clicked. I, I, I don't want to talk pork. seems like a nice girl. Very interesting, actually. I was interested to hear. She has, like, a grandpa that was a famous artist. You got a name drop there. Like, you name drop Fat Maria Sports. You right. got a name drop for grandpa or a great-grandpa or whoever the fuck it was. But, I mean, with with what you were giving her for feedback and her still willing to go on a date with you, um, standards were, were rather I, low there. I, speaking of that, I had an all-time line that was prepared. It wasn't really an all-time, but this was like after I'd already, you know, been a fool and clearly wasn't interested. I asked who her favorite artist was because she said she was into art and I was just hope I didn't actually give a fuck, but I was hoping she asked me who mine was. I was just going to name the Ninja Turtles, <laughs> but it, it didn't end up happening. But I mean, listen... It was fun. It was funny. Uh, I wish her the best. And try to get. we'll try to get someone else we know on that show so we can just – I want to be part of the comment section this time. Yep. I mean, yeah, I don't know how you recommend people. It seems like the screening process is they look for Jewish people in New York City that also have liked the Big Bang Theory on Facebook, um, but I'm not exactly sure how they screen. First of all, I was sitting in the, I was sitting outside yesterday, or sitting on my room in the living room, and my dad's watching TV, and I'm like, what's on? He's like, the Big Bang Theory, and I was (laughs) like, no, please. He was, he was serious, so... That just triggered me. Your comment on the on BBT. Bazinga. <laughs> um, or okay. a young Sheldon guy myself. Yeah, that's a classic. So my other big story of the week is I'm obviously I'm down in South Carolina, and where I am, there are a lot of alligators. And uh, about a week ago, I heard that a woman was killed by an alligator here, about five minutes from me. So we're thinking to ourselves, like, 
I'm like, that's kind of crazy. You know, alligators don't just kill people. They, you have to really bother them or something to, for them to attack you. It, it, that just doesn't happen. Cause we see alligators all the time. And, uh, someone apparently had called earlier that day saying that there was an aggressive alligator in the area. So we're like, oh shit, maybe this one, you know, was just something different. Whatever. Forget about it. Time goes on. Today, I, I see an article about it. I'm going to read you the first two lines of the article. Or first two paragraphs, okay? They're very short. You ready? Yep. A woman attacked and killed by an alligator in a gated community along the South Carolina coast was visiting the homeowner to do her nails and was trying to touch the animal when it grabbed her, authorities said. After briefly getting away from the alligator, Friday, the woman stood in waist-deep water in the pond and said, quote, I guess I won't do this again. But the alligator grabbed her in its jaws again and took her under, according to a supplemental police report released Tuesday. She died of drowning before, the, before they were able to shoot and kill the alligator and use poles to get her out. Oh, my God. didn't do it again. So, how, how old was this woman? Did you say that? 58. 58. But okay. I want I want to be on the same page. She deserved to get eaten by the alligator, right? Like, who, who who was there to hear her say, I guess I was? Right, <laughs> right. That's hilarious. So apparently there were people there, but she, so not only does she go and try and pet an alligator, she's standing in the water trying to pet an alligator. It attacks her. She get, tries to get away. She's still in the water, and she go, makes a joke. She goes, guess I won't do this again. And the alligator's like, all right, bitch, that, that's enough. And just pulls her down and kills her. Yeah, she was already <laughs> pushing her luck in the first place. And I think the alligator tried to give her a little warning snap, try to let her know who was right. boss. And then she just had to spit right in its face. So and say, oh, I won't do this again. Sorry. And yeah, take that. She didn't yeah. care. She cared. Right. <laughs> Yeah, the alligator was like, what the fuck did you just say? And took her down. What's the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? I think <laughs> alligators really tell me that? I think alligators live in water, and crocodiles are only on dry land. Okay, thank I, you. I also can, completely can, made that up, but... Something with their teeth in different directions. Yeah. But, Continue, I will use that for the rest of my life going forward to tell but, the difference. Okay, also, so at the end of this article, it says she was the third person killed by an alligator in South Carolina in the past four years. Before those, South Carolina had never recorded a person killed by an alligator. So this isn't like a common thing. Clearly, it's her, this bitch's fault. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I don't know, don't try to fucking pet a wild beast. And it's mating season, so she probably had babies, the alligator, yeah. you know. It's it's kind of a story of our times, man. I think people are desperate for any interaction whatsoever. Even if it's and, with a vicious reptile? Yeah, and given South Carolina's, you know, education system, I think she maybe had not been uh, taught right. any better than to touch alligators while you're waiting to get your nails done. Right. Yeah, oh, I forgot to say that her flag... Or her uh, her car came in and it had the Confederate flag painted on the top. So naturally, like every South Carolina person. Then uh, let's get that alligator out the pot. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, bitch said, "I guess I won't do this again." And I taught her right. <laughs>
pulled him up. You guess this week. It's Arnold the alligator. <laughs> it's it's okay. Al. It's Al Legator. Um, <laughs> Mr. Legator. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, with between those two things, that's all I got for for quarantine. Uh, Terry, you said you had something significant. Well, okay, I got a few things. None of these are significant by any means. They're just normal day-to-day stuff in my life that I thought, oh, that might be interesting to talk on a podcast with two other guys and, you know, five total listeners. So the first one, Mother's Day coming up, okay? I want to make everyone remember Mother's Day coming up. My wife told me, hey, Mother's Day is coming up. I had no idea Mother's <laughs> Day was coming up. So I I am going to be scrambling to get two gifts, one for my wife, uh, my beautiful wife, and one for my uh, mom. And I, It's strange no how you said you, your beautiful wife, but you didn't say my beautiful mother. Uh, and my beautiful mother. There you go. But yeah, I'm going to be scrambling to get Mother's Day's gift. So just want to give that reminder to all the uh, the supporters out there, the uh, MLS supporters that listen to our podcast. Um, and so the second thing that I want to bring up is I ordered a pair of shoes. They got here today. They look like dad's shoes, okay? They came in. They're they're pretty. I didn't realize how white they looked. Okay, they're very white. The whole shoe is white. Um, I looked at the size. It said double E, double E width. <laughs> I had no idea I ordered double E width. I put them on. They are a little bit wide, <laughs> but I I wanted to. I, I was just thinking more and more about. It. I was like, "How did this happen?" I just could not realize what I did to order a pair of dad shoes. And I think I'm just now that I am a dad, I'm becoming blind to certain things. Like I'm subscribed to this. Uh, page on Facebook, or I like this page on Facebook that's called You Betcha, and it's these <laughs> Midwest comedy guys who just do like dumb Midwest stuff. And I've, if I look at like my past fifty likes, forty of them are videos from this page. And I'm just thinking, like, oh, I am becoming completely blind to anything related to being a dad. I only wear a hat that has sweat stains on it. Um, I, like, look forward to mowing the lawn. I I am just, I'm completely off the deep end of being a dad. You, uh, it's it's over for me. You do still owe me a pair of dad shoes from you can. Oh. You can possibly have these. Oh, I, I'm, okay. I'm going to see if I can get my feet wider in the next two weeks. <laughs> I might. I'm, I'm considering sharpening some of the white, black, or any other color I might have as a sharpie in the house. Um, but yeah. Okay. So then, have you reminded your child to turn the lights off yet? Because I think that's when you cross the threshold into peak fatherhood. <laughs> So I had my kid before bed today, my one-and-a-half-year-old son. I asked him to clean up his toys, and he started putting his books away, and I patted him on the back. (laughs) And I thought to myself, I just patted my one-and-a-half-year-old son on the back. Did you call him champ? No, I wish. (laughs) 
for putting some like little kid books away. I was I was so proud. <laughs> but yes, I'm I'm getting close to the point where I yell at him for not turning off the lights. Uh, I'm gonna be telling him that he needs to eat his vegetables before he can have dessert. Um, it's it's over for me. Um, so the last so the last thing is uh, um, so I turned on the tube. Um, and by the tube, I mean YouTube TV. Shout out to our first sponsor. They gave us all uh, free seven-day subscriptions. So I turned on use, the tube. Use with our promo first. code Maria's fat. <laughs> yep, Maria. Maria is fat. <laughs> you had to make sure that is is in the middle of those two. Um, but I turn it on and I see on MLB Network the 1991 World Series, which. If you know anything about the 1991 World Series, it's the best World Series of all time. Game 7, 10 innings. Um, Twins, Braves. Uh, shout out Atlanta United. Um, and I turn it on right at the end when, when, when my boy Gene Larkin hits the walk-off hit. So you know what I did? I went and I grabbed a cigar that I was given the day my son was born and I took it out of the packaging one and a half years later and I went out on my front porch and I smoked a cigar to my baseball team winning a World Series before I was even born. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? I smoked that cigar and I was outside until midnight just sitting there reveling in the fact that my baseball team, the Minnesota Twins, won the 1991 World Series. I was conceived after that, uh, f- four months after that, to be exact. But I, I like that's to tell how, myself that's that how I'm, long I'm, it takes Papa Terry to uh, <laughs> to not. Yeah, so, um, I like to think it was due to that World Series win. Uh, but yeah, I just I just wanted to comment on um, that that. Uh, I want everyone to just give me a round of applause for uh, my first championship in my in my life. Does not count for the bet. <sighs> sure. Okay. It doesn't doesn't count for that, but I'm I'm very happy for you. That's a good thing to hear. Yep. Um, I think we could package that with the idea we had before, with where you watch random regular season sports games. I think we could sell championship experiences in quarantine, like <laughs> pouring. Like Gatorade baths on yourself? We drive the Megabus down State Street to pretend that the Badgers won a national championship and the one person we just... We're just in your backyard. We just pay... Obviously, this this might have to happen when quarantine's over, but we pay 50 people to stand in the backyard. We play you a replay of your favorite team winning a championship. You come out there, you're greeted with champagne and violent riots. And cigars, yeah, people are just going crazy. And if yeah. your house is ruined after after we come in, but and if you're watching the 1986 Mets, you just get a shitload of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, different different tiers of packaging. Yeah, yeah, I like that. If you're watching the 2002 Buccaneers, then it's uh, costs you eight dollars and. We just get Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> and we all wear eye patches and have little fake swords. And just, and just say, are a lot. We are champions. No, the Raiders are the only pirate team on this podcast. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Agreed. Bucks, fair enough. Buccaneers refers to uh, sweet corn prices. Can, can we do a podcast in the summer if we make it to that point where we're all just smoking cigars the whole time? Yeah, it just takes so long to smoke cigars. Yeah, I don't like them at all, but I have one that okay. someone sent me. Uh, 
someone who you both know um, sent me a cute little box with a tuxedo on it that said, will you be my groomsman? And it included a cigar in it. Oh, boy. So I have that, and I guess I was just expected to smoke it alone at some point, which I, of course, have not done. So any reason I can get yeah, I, okay. I think it's going to be a great uh, listening experience for the supporters of Fat Maria. Uh, all of us smoking a cigar while doing a podcast. Coughing, <laughs> gonna la- coughing and gonna- not being able to speak. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> We're going to have a lot of awkward pauses, and I'm probably going to be asking Jack to leave all of those in. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Whenever we say cut, he, we, we, he leaves it in. He goes, cut? Okay, leave this in. He, he thinks anything we don't say cut to, he, he actually takes out. Right. Usually we record for like six hours. People <laughs> yeah, don't people realize. don't realize that. We have a six-hour... This usually goes until 4 a.m., and then our next day of actual work is completely shot. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, we also... I don't want to get that much into this, but I just had to say we had the next two episodes of The Last Dance... Uh, last week, first of all, I think I'm a psychic because I called for a Tony Kukoc episode and boy, did we get like one eighth of an episode about Tony Kukoc. It was, it was good. You, yeah, you should be producing the documentary and that also means that we're going to get a Space Jam episode. Hopefully, but it was so fucking funny how they just bullied the shit out of Tony Kukoc on the dream team. Oh, yeah. When they were playing against him. And they were like, fuck this guy. He's not on our team yet. I mean, yeah, he was like there. He hadn't been their teammate yet, but they had the rights to him. And they're like, nope, fuck him. He's not scoring a point. I love the politics on the dream team. Like them all just hating Isaiah Thomas. So they just blackball him from the team. Them putting up a vendetta against Tony Kukoc, (laughs) a guy that like they're clearly going to beat this team by 100 regardless if Tony Kukoc plays good or not. And they just said, fuck it. We're going to bully this one specific guy on the team. Um, Yet. They had Christian Leitner. I was about who was to like say an that all time like bust in the NBA. Uh, played for your Minnesota Timberwolves, the T Pups. Um, they had him on the team, and they're like, I don't know if they're being so picky. But how does Christian Leitner make it on that team? Dude, I I think first of all, such a fucking kick to the dick for Isaiah Thomas that Christian Leitner was on the team and he wasn't. But uh, I think that. Christian Leitner hadn't played an NBA game by that point. This was right after he graduated college. So I think they were like... One of the best college careers of all time. True, but he hadn't just won two NBA championships as the best player in the NBA, like Isaiah Thomas had. Um, But I think... Because, you know, before that, there were no NBA players in the Olympics. I think they were like, well, you know... If if one of our twelve players still is technically a college player, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm disappointed in it, um, but whatever. Uh, shit, I completely forgot what I was going to say. So Jack, cut this. Um, yeah, okay, keep going. Sorry, I had something to say and I forgot. Yeah, I mean that was really it. They kind of that I had. They got in. They're starting to get into how. Michael Jordan is like a degenerative gambler and kind of a shithead, but they're not going to go too deep into it because he definitely had final say over everything. So 
I don't know. I think the next episode's about him playing baseball, which uh, could have been a Hall of Famer in baseball, of course. But <laughs> they also already made a thirty for thirty on Michael Jordan playing baseball. It was terrible. They also though. already made one on the Bad Boys, and so I feel like we're just reliving a series of thirty for thirty. That's the one yeah. about him playing baseball was terrible, though. I've never seen it. It's bad. I'd also Jordan, rather just have Stan Jordan rides the bus. Yeah, I'd rather just have. Newman, a.k.a. Stan Podolak, sit by next to him in the uh, Barons dugout and See, hear them talk. I, that's what I think we're going to get. We're going to get some Space Jam footage. I'm hoping. Uh, I, I know we talked about that a little bit last time, but I'm fairly positive that Space Jam is going to be making an appearance next episode. Because I think that was right around the same time he was playing baseball. It was, yeah, because it was. So um, I, I I, yeah, I think it was like him coming back into the NBA, and it'll be interesting to see, see what they have to say about that. But what what do we think about the little Kobe Bryant All Star Game montage at the start? Um, and, Ma- and Magic Johnson dropping, "What's up, motherfuckers?" Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> just looking at the camera and being like, "Shit!" Yeah. Which I'm guessing that was post AIDS Magic, but I love that, that he's just rolling no. in there. Yeah, that was post AIDS. That was well post AIDS. Um, yeah, the Kobe thing was obviously like nice, but I heard so many people being like, "Dude, the next episode's going to be about Kobe," and he was. It was about him for a solid like three and a half minutes. It was not long. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do I think they would have included that part if he was alive? No. Uh, but it was a nice thing to do. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's hard seeing number eight Kobe because you just, you know, you know, you know the problems with He's number eight Kobe's life. Cancel number eight Kobe. So, so uh, yeah, I mean, I was expecting them to maybe give us a little bit more 24 Kobe, a respectable human being. Um, so that's a miss. We, yeah, we're a very pro number 24 Kobe, but anti number eight Kobe podcast. Yeah. Even though number eight Kobe with the fro is the best looking Kobe out of any of the Kobe's. Besides Kobayashi. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> Kobe. I was literally thinking that. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, did either of you have anything else, though, about it? Or just same old? Yeah. No, I don't have much else. How right. was Rick Smith in the 1998 All-Star Game? So ugly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's up there for one of the ugliest of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, who is that guy? Is that my FedEx man? And my dad was like, oh, that's Rick Smith. And I was like, I'm pretty sure he delivered me that package of golf balls I ordered the other day. But, but good but good to see uh, Antoine Walker and Nick Van Exel in the All-Star game, though. I really appreciate that. That brought back a little nostalgia. Talk about, talk about role players. Yep. Yeah, they made an All-Star game. 1998, different time, man. Kyle Korver made an All-Star team, so it's not saying that much. Um, so, uh, before we get to, uh, our pal website, Joe, Terry, you had a quick hypothetical question you wanted to talk about. So let's, let's do that. And then we'll get into the second half of the episode with our boy, Joe. So I go on, 
walk. So I go on walks now because, um, you know, I'm turning into a, a uh, 100% dad. Um, and I saw this uh, overweight lady on a bike cruising down the road and turn up, you know, what maybe one of the biggest hills. We're talking like Bascom, Bascom Hill, uh level hill and just fly up the hill and she's pedaling and i'm like what the fuck is going like how is this woman pedaling so fast and you know obviously it turns out it's like an electric bike where you actually pedal so my hypothetical was do you think if you had an electric bike that went just as fast as any of the riders. You could go top speed as any of the riders that you could win the entire Tour de France. So I'll go. My answer is very quick. Absolutely fucking not. Like, I think I could get ahead. I don't know how long Tour de France is. Let's say I'm going to be so off. Let's say it's like 75 miles. I don't know. You could start me 60 miles in with an electric bike and I would still not win. And I'm confident of that. I've already gotten in a bike accident since I've been here and we're riding like basically bikes with training wheels. So I am, what, does it t- what does it take for you to win? Do you need bocce balls like you're playing Mario Kart so you can take out like other bikers and just chuck it at them? No, I need I need to finish in last place and then every other racer gets disqualified for steroid use. That's how I win. You're the only one that didn't take steroids. I'm the only very, one. But it's very clear to all the other bikers that you were using electric bike. But the Tour de France is like, okay, shit, we, we have to have someone as a winner. In this hypothetical world, you're allowed to use motorbikes, but you're not allowed to take steroids still. So... The Tour de Jack just sent this to me. Thanks, thanks, Jackie boy. Um, the Tour de France is a twenty-one day long um, what bike race over twenty-two hundred miles. What? <laughs> so seventy-five miles, pretty close. Wait, wait. You were right there. Do they do they sleep? Yes, they have entire days off. That's Did you never follow it when Lance was, was balling out? Sorry, I don't respect <laughs> steroids. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have two balls, you're dead to me. So, you said that this bike could go the top speed of the riders. Is that correct? At all times. At all times. At all and, times. So, basically... I'll, I'll give you this, too. You can bike, you could bike through the night. And you like, won't get tired? riders are stopped, you could just keep going. I win, no doubt. I would put any amount of money on being able to win that. No. Okay. I don't know that you two realize how simple that is. But all you have to do is not crash and hurt yourself. Exactly. <laughs> but you can ride through the night at all times I, when the other are sleeping, and your bike goes as fast as anyone else can race. And let me, I looked this up right now. What do you think the top recorded speed on the Tour de France was in 2019? 69 miles per hour. Yeah, that's close. 63 miles per hour. Oh, shit, okay. What do you think the average speed was? Probably like 30. 25. So you can go over twice as fast as everyone else. Do you you, you think there's... Do you think there's... There are hills! 
Do you think there's any technique to this, or is it just about speed? Like, I imagine that, like, if if they know you can go faster, other bikers are going to be trying to take you out to get, like, their key rider to win. Well, you'll be 10 miles ahead of them the entire time. You're, it doesn't matter. Catch you're okay. crazy. You, and do you think you have the resilience to make it through that whole race? No. On a motorized bike, I know you yes. don't, <laughs> I think, I think Lance Armstrong could beat me in the Tour de France if I had a motorized bike and he had a fucking unicycle. I think, I think Neil Armstrong could beat me in the Tour de France if I had a motorized bike and he had a unicycle. How, how about this? You actually have to bike, but you start from 75 miles before the finish line and they do the entire race. Do you win that? Yeah. No. <laughs> yes. That's a good that's a that's a good question. No. I trip and how many miles I trip and fall miles in twenty one days. <laughs> I trip and fall a couple miles in there's steep hills in France. I and I cry. Yeah, no, you're doing the actual track. You're doing the actual Zero course. chance. <laughs> Seventy five miles of it. Zero <laughs> chance. You have twenty three oh. days to, or twenty one days to finish. Well, I think I could walk seventy five miles in, like, I don't know, in I could walk seventy five miles in a week. Well, yeah. then walk so, so, your bike like you're in the crosswalk, so, and you win. <laughs> you're wearing the yellow jacket, and they just pan to you, and you're walking next to the bike. I'm just, like, walking the bike, like, smoking a cigarette out the side, like, ugh, parlez-vous français. <laughs> Eating a baguette. <laughs> okay, Chubbs, so you seem way more confident about this, which I would probably agree, um, even though even though your weight's a little bit heavier than Moose. Chubbs, um, I would put, I would give you a better shot of winning than uh, Moose would. Chubbs is uh, very aerodynamic. How many miles would you need, or what would be like the limit where you could not win the Tour de France, France, if uh, if I if I set you up a certain distance from the finish? Did that make any sense? Yeah, um, that's tough. So it's twenty-one days and twenty-two hundred miles. And I have to do my day faster than each of their days. And so what's what's the distance that they're doing in an individual day? So 21 divided by 2,200. So like, like 100, 100 so miles like a day. <laughs> oh, um, my okay. God. That's blasphemous. So I think, I think I could do 10 miles a day <laughs> as fast as they could do 100 miles a day. So, th- so my answer to that would be 210 miles from the finish okay. line. Okay. With a normal bike? Yes. No, you can't do the track. You're gonna fall on your fucking ass. I think. I think this is tougher than Disagree. you think. I also want to say that when you're in the lead, there's like cars and a bunch of people around you, and you're gonna have to be avoiding them as well. You Not that you're gonna be going. for the last twenty miles of it. Uh, dude, you you don't have the stamina. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Who the fuck do you think you are? Ten miles a day on a bike for 21 days? That's pretty easy. But you're not (laughs) just on a bike. You're on the fucking Tour de France track. Yeah, but it's not like there are sharks on it, dude. It's like... I don't know, man. I've never been to France. There might be sharks. (laughs) There's definitely going to be alligators. (laughs) Yeah. Chubbs froze. Yeah, okay, he's fucking crazy, right? Yeah. 
There's no shot. He's, he, no, no fucking idea. Chubbs, if you can hear us, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I bet, I guarantee you, he goes to an Eric, Eric the bike shop. To yeah. Look at bikes yeah. after this. He's, right. he's going to be super yeah. committed. He's going to get one of those fucking stupid helmets. He's either going to get one of those, like, stupid helmets they wear that's really long, or that he's going to get, like, the auto from Rocket Power helmet and just rock that. <laughs> I hope he can hear all this and just can't see the video. Well, I don't know. We're not even going to let him respond. Uh, Let's get in while he's figuring his shit out. Let's get Website Joe on here. So uh, here he is, our pal, the creator, co-creator of the actual site itself, FatMariaSports.com. Check it out. Here is Website Joe. All right, we're now inviting on our friend, our pal, uh, Website Joe. Website Joe uh, created our website or helped us create our website, so that's that's literally the only reason he's on here. Um, we're gonna get in later with Website Joe. Our uh, he's gonna be part of our top three today, but before that, he's a LA resident, so Chubbs is actually gonna. Talk to you about a little LA-based Twitter beef we had, um, and we're gonna get your thoughts on it. So, Chubbs, you can you can let him know what what's up. Yeah, I think you've uh, massively undersold website show though, man. He's our West Coast correspondent. He's <laughs> holding it down. It's very important, important that we establish a presence. He's <laughs> out there. On the, yeah, he's out there on the front lines. Uh, he's he's likely wearing Vans at the moment, um, and uh, we really just I'm appreciate actually not wearing being... shoes right now. But that's making for great radio Even better. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're all about the we're all about the visuals. I found that you can really engage an audience when you talk extensively about uh, visual things on your podcast. Right. Well, my mom does listen, so it, you know. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! But yeah, we uh, so we actually brought you on to get us out of a bit of a jam here. Uh, like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that we moved you into this, but we. Our LA Galaxy stands, to put it, as the as the kids would say, and this might, be, this might be a bit of an issue. Are you are you an LAFC guy? I I gotta say that I have converted to the black and the gold. Okay, well that's tough. Well, that's the type that. of research we probably should have done before bringing you on as a correspondent, but I think we can roll with it. <laughs> I I I was a Galaxy fan for. Uh, I don't know, like a year. During the Kobe uh, Jones era? A little before my era. (laughs) uh, I was more a Donovan Beckham guy, you know. But uh, I I keenly know the Galaxy-LAFC rivalry, so. This gets a little deeper than just that, but. Oh, yeah. This this is deep, but. Yeah, so, I mean, you were a Galaxy fan for 11 months longer than we were, so I think you're still, you still qualify as an expert there. Um, so, in my attempts to, you know, get some clout, get the get the Twitter account rolling, I have been commenting on random, like, ESPN-affiliated posts, and there's an ESPN FC, so, so their football club branch of the yep, business. Yep. Yeah, of course. And it has the funniest fans, and I think I realized this after just, like, reading a random tweet and not understanding any of the words that anyone was saying, because they have all their, like, cheeky nicknames for the blokes. Oh, I thought you were going to say, because it's all in Spanish. (laughs) No, well, (laughs) Twitter translates it for me, but, uh, yeah, I think that would be an accurate representation. But 
So we have gotten ourselves in a little bit of trouble. We had one tweet that kind of went trending a little bit, um, basically hyping up the LA Galaxy as the best team in football. And we call it football, you know, because we're... We're with it because you're you're purists. But but, but yeah, exactly. we actually I don't we actually call it the MLS, uh, <laughs> Major League Football. Uh, yeah. <laughs> MLS is a summer. little disrespectful to people like us. I want I want I want it to be clear that when Chubb says he he made a point that the LA Galaxy were the best team in football, he meant all <laughs> worldwide. <laughs> we're talking Europe. We're talking. We're talking the world. There's there's the LA Galaxy and there's everyone else. Yeah, I'm in. So, just so we painted that picture for you. I like the pride. Yeah, it's it's important. I think it's going to be a big part of our uh, focus moving forward. It's just like blindly following the Galaxy. So why the Galaxy? I gotta ask. Just I just felt inspired in the moment. But let me give you let me give you some background on to Carson. I have, I've never been to Carson. I'm a big Absol fan, and he has it tattooed on his chest. Okay. So I feel like I can. I don't, I can. I don't even know who that is. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that means I'm in deep with the Carson. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, Jesus. Um, all I gotta say that he, here's my two cents on the Galaxy. Um, Dignity Health Sports Arena has changed more names in my lifetime than I think anything I've, I've come across, uh, used to be home Depot center. Then it was stub hub center. Now it's dignity health arena. I think that just goes to show you how shitty of a franchise the galaxy is becoming. I would argue that's the sign of a successful franchise. <laughs> Cause I think uh, everyone, everyone wants a piece of them. They're probably getting better deals every year. They're just constantly upgrading. Here, I think that's it. Website, Joe, this is what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to share with you the, the Twitter beef that Chubb's gone into and then decide whether you're on the our side, which is obviously we represent all Galaxy fans, or okay. there's two kind of people I'm, in life. I'm there's, on the other side. I'm well, on the other side. Let's just wait till you hear it. Let's Be, not make we, any assumptions. Before we get to that, can we talk about the Home Depot Center for a second? <laughs> what a site for the X Games, okay? True. I'm, I'm pretty sure first big air competition. I want to say I don't know any of the skateboarders besides Tony Hawk. I don't think he was still uh, skating at that time. But I do remember a guy flying like 50 feet in the air on the big air ramp and landing straight on his back, <laughs> flying everywhere. And you got to put a statue of that at the Home Depot Center. Yeah, also, also uh, when I was uh, Home Depot Center, great venue for many warp tours. Hell yeah. Okay. RFP. There's the one Blink-182 song that says Warp Tour in it, so... Uh, is, by warp, the way, is Warp... What, is, what the fuck's Warp Tour? Is that a skateboard event? I'm pretty sure I won the Warp Tour in Tony Hawk's Underground on my PlayStation 2. <laughs> <laughs> 10 to 12 times as Chad Muska, so... <laughs> Okay, now you can finally go on with the tweet. Yeah, let's let's go. I was gonna say, let's bring it. Am I reading? Am I? I have these pulled up in front. You you have this it. This is what so started. Jack, this Jack, is what cut, started our cut that part. Yeah, Jack, cut everything. Well, Talk Jack, first find Terry, another skateboarder besides Tony Hawk, and then and then cut. I the just rest. named Chad Muska, which okay. was unfortunate for my previous comment. Jack, take care of that. I thought he was a creative player, but oh, sorry. it might be. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so ESPN FC. 
Okay. Our, our good friends here, as we've established, tweeted, and I don't even know what this really means. It's official, period. PSG have been declared League One champions. Then they have, you know, handsome Frenchmen laying across kind of a panorama of the Eiffel Tower in the background. Looks like the Eiffel Tower is coming straight up from his junk, but that's not, you know, that's not what this is about. We're so, trying to keep it clean. Yes, exactly. This is a family podcast. So I was upset by that because I think all the best football teams come from America. And I think that's a fact. And I think that's not appropriately understood in the football community at large. And so I'm going to go out there and I'm going to wrap it for the home squad, right? So uh, so then we say, ha, I'd like to see them try and beat the Galaxy this year. Hashtag MLS best league. Innocent enough, I got lit up by the soccer community at large. Wow. Um, and you know you're, you're probably unfairly so. Extremely unfairly so. So I mean, first I, of all, I, I don't think all these Frenchies are watching the true caliber of the MLS day in, day out. Thank you. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah, can you break down that, that matchup for me, what it would look like if, <laughs> if our precious Galaxy went up against the, the PSGers? Oh, man. Um, let's, let's just go... Let's just go back to Dignity Health Sports Arena for a second. <laughs> Dignity Health Sports Arena is is right smack dab in the center of perhaps one of the most prestigious universities in our country, Cal State Dominguez Hills. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, let me tell you, a beautiful campus probably built in 1987. <laughs> Uh, the Ivy's really coming down over the walls. So just just the intimidation of being in such a such a storied location. Hello, uh, I I heard. Correct me if I'm wrong. I heard they call Dominguez Hill the uh, Florida Gulf Coast of the West. Probably probably even worse of a school. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> so so is it dunk? If if Florida Gulf Coast is Dunk City, what's what's whatever the fuck website Joe just said? Is it Header City? Website? <laughs> yeah, it's an online school. <laughs> well, it's, it's definitely an online school yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, it's Hat Trek City Essay. Bicycle Kick City. I, I don't I don't know the nickname for Cal State Dominguez Hills, but I know you can buy fireworks there. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that's a clear advantage for the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. So what I mean, you're Gal- saying Galaxy is like 7 are definitely going to get rowdy. There's going to be a lot of uh, – I know the European diet isn't really based around corn, and there's a, a lot of street corn at, at Cal State Dominguez Hills. Well, like a, if – Like a lot. And so, we, don't, we don't call them fans in the in the Major League Football uh, community. They're supporters, actually. Um, so can we get that right first? LA Galaxy supporters like we all are. Jack, every time we said fans, just replace that with supporters. Yeah, let's all say supporters once so that Jack can, we can splice it in. splice it. Perfect. Yep. Supporters. <laughs> all right, Chubbs. Uh I think I think website Joe needs some specifics on what was said. Yeah, to you. all right, all right. I'm doing a bad job of this. I'm going to read. I'm just going to read you this thread. Okay? okay, this is what happened on the afternoon of April 30th for me. So I said, "Ha! I'd like to see them try and beat the Galaxy this year. MLS best league. Twelve likes." And you know what? I don't think they were all in jest. Some of them were definitely legit. Okay, so Mao's the boss. Mao's the bomb, which is a pretty great name. I'm going to hand it to this guy for the name. Extremely rude comment. 
this is satire, right? PSG's youth team could beat the Galaxy. Now, first of all, okay. I don't know what that means, okay? But I'm not into youth. He's, 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 saying, he's saying that uh, that 12-year-olds could beat the Galaxy. All right, well, Mao Zedong, of course, is thinking about 12-year-olds. In his spare time, wait, 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 that's an absurd take. How old are the Galaxy players? I thought they were like 15. (laughs) (laughs) How do you do? That's when you ended soccer leagues, I thought. Are these adults? They're like, they're like 17, 19. Okay. Well, that clears that up. Youth youth teams like 8-year-olds to 12-year-olds. Okay. You you know, you, you get up to the bigs when you're 15 in football. Okay, and and the orange slices are still part of that league, I assume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, very important. So that tracks. If you win, if you win the game, you get Dunkaroos, <laughs> the ultimate prize. So Aral, okay, whoever that is, responded to me, and this he would end up to be the meanest one. I'd like to point that out. Said even LAFC is better than the Galaxy face palm emoji. No idea what that means. Absolutely zero idea. So I Google it, find out about your boys in the black and gold, and, you know, I can't fly with that. So I respond, I refuse to acknowledge those wankers. That's the term I picked up on, on the football message boards. Hashtag Galaxy are the one true L.A. club. So Well, they have LF- LAFC beat with the history. Uh, and, you know, and if we were to see a European club come down to Carson... Uh, I'd be scared. I'd be scared for for the foreign supporters. That's for sure. So it sounds like my argument is is rooted in logic and fact. As a yeah, kid, thank you. Absolutely. I, like I, I just don't. I, I don't think they know. I don't think they know about American soccer. Uh, well, that was really on the come up. That would become abundantly clear as as the thread continued. So Brian Reynolds thought it uh, cheeky to hop in on this and said Atlanta United greater than Galaxy. Disagree. Very hard disagree. I think we can. I think we can all attest that nothing about Atlanta is better. I was going to say, having we've all been there. Having been to (laughs) having been to a Atlanta strip club on a Monday night, I can attest that there is nothing good about that place. You know, Boost. I got to say that that night was top ten evenings I've had. It was. um, It was an experience. That's for sure. It. Yeah. I. I don't have words so, for it. So in terms of Atlanta United and any other team, you know, it's really disappointing to me that in the MILF, the MLS, that we <laughs> as a community, a MILF community, uh, have to copy teams in inferior leagues uh, names like Manchester United and Atlanta United. I mean, at least LA Galaxy is original. Um, unlike uh, Mr. Reynolds here and his Atlanta United uh, football club that I think is far uh, insignificant and superior to our LA Galaxy team. So well, it's, it's, it's superior because it's American. I mean, I don't see any other team. I don't see Manchester United or, or PSG having a mascot as electric as Cosmo. So, hold on. I have a You're quick question. You're not going to find it. Chubbs, no. Chubbs, you have all this research on on the MILF. Um, whenever I try to figure out research, I'll Google something like, I don't know, MILF Atlanta or MILF LA, and I'm not getting these stats that you're coming up with. 
you have to request them. So when you get to those sites, there will typically be an email address or a link of some sort. It'll need your PayPal just because they put a hold on the information so you can return the rented data after the fact. Okay. So you, you find those emails, you get in contact with them, they'll send you information, yeah. and then you'll be you'll be in with the MILF community at that point. <laughs> okay. I mean, like the Galaxy, I'd much per- I, just from the look of it, I much preferred the MILF LA site than I like to the MILF Atlanta one. <laughs> Well, that's where you're wrong, okay? Because the Galaxy are the cream of the crop. I, I, just, I, would that go was, on to, I just credited them. Yeah, I would personally say I prefer LA MILFs to Atlanta MILFs. Not, not, sorry, MILF LA to MILF Atlanta. <laughs> um, just in terms of the quality, uh, the quality of the website, um, the images are a little bit better. Uh, but, but yes. Um, I think the I, stars I, on the LA team know how to handle the ball better. Yeah. And really know what Can to I do with the next ball. 15 tweets? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, don't know, I don't know about the athleticism. The endurance. The endurance of Atlanta Mills. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know. That's... Maybe a little higher. Okay. Right. Chubbs, Chubbs, go back to the reading. Okay. So I will, I'll continue just reading without comment from me. That gets us off track. I said, good one, man. Atlanta FC is trash. Brian Reynolds, you have yet to score a goal on us. Try again. Galaxy haven't won anything. <laughs> I, love, I love how serious MLS fans are in this thread. Oh, it's it gets worse. Stuff. It's amazing. MLS. Who's the one serious MLS fan? Everyone else is a year. Sorry. Fan. Sorry. So. M- MLF supporters, not MLS, MLS supporters. fans. Thank you. <laughs> it's so, disrespectful when you, when you don't refer to us. Keep going, Chubbs. So to my friend Brian, I said, more like Fatland and United because your team is so out of shape. Seemed like a good soccer ball. You'd see a lot of teams in the middle with fat, fat players. Especially after a long uh, quarantine break. Yep. So Aral came back and said, LMAO, Atlanta United is miles better than the LA Galaxy. I'm sorry. And I wouldn't stand for that. So I went to my favorite news source, which is actually just where you type in any website on Chrome, and then you hit F12 and you change the text. To make <laughs> oh, I thought, like, I thought you were going to say LinkedIn. It can be LinkedIn, any news source. But my favorite news source is my modifications to that news source. Some might call it fake news. And I grabbed a screenshot, and I said, even Moja Dama thinks Atlanta United sucks, mate. Now, I assume, because he was the first person listed on their website, that Mojadama is a star, <laughs> and that ended up not being the case. But that's kind of irrelevant to the overall story. So I, uh, I doctored an interview, and you can go on our Twitter and see this, uh, follow at Sports, and said, which team would you rather play for? LA Galaxy, without a doubt. This is the best club in the MLS, and in my opinion, in the world. I think they could beat up PSG this year. They had too many injuries last year, so I think that's why they didn't win the cup. With no doubt in my mind, they were the better team. And as I read this, I realize that I'm a massive loser. <laughs> but I'm going to hey, continue. Hey, man, you're, you're doing it for the brand. This you is, know? This is Tro- cool. trolling for the block. It's all made perfect sense to me. <laughs> and this next one cut deep, I think, because Brian said, Mojadama plays on our second team. Not the first. How about mentioning our actual co-captain, Jeff Larentowicz, who came, who left the LA Galaxy to join us in our first season. He loves it here. It was one of his career-defining moves to come to Atlanta and play here. 
And to that, I said, haha, right, mate. Looks like Larentovich loves Atlanta. All caps. Has some real nice things to say about it in this article. Again, favorite news source. I won't read the whole thing, the highlight. I don't have many years left. I figured I'd try to cash in while I can. I don't really love Atlanta, to be honest with you. I initially thought I signed with the Falcons because they play in the same in the same stadium. The team was so bad that they let me stick around and got lucky and won a few games. <laughs> my hope is to end my career with the LA Galaxy. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, it was at this point that Brian caught on. To, to what was going on here. He said, oh, shit posting an article, nice bait, send me the actual link. Also loved how you failed to end the piece without quotation marks. To which I said, he didn't use any end quotes when he said it. <laughs> and that really <laughs> So he sends me a bunch of articles. I unsuccessfully try to rickroll him. And then a bunch of people tell me I'm the worst troll. And... I, see, I was going to say this is a pretty epic trolling. Like, more than more than just talking about soccer, you have a particular skill set, Chubbs, for pissing people off on Twitter. The, the fact that you're getting MLS fans, like real MLS fans, to go off on you on Twitter is pretty fucking unreal. Yeah, it was pretty surprising because I was just typing whatever came to my head, and they were responding with very thoughtful replies about the MLS. Yeah, I mean, you you really got under their skin. So so where do we go from here? Do we get really into, like, the second? I, I feel like it's it sounds like uh, football Twitter is really deep into the youth teams, the second teams, basically any team that isn't the top club. So... So how do, how do we get into that? I mean, well, I, I can promise you that for our first uh, live podcast on video, we will all be wearing Mo Jadama jerseys. We're going to get Mo on the pod. <laughs> yeah. Get Mo, but, get Mo but LA, you, you very well could get him on the pod. LA Gal- you mean LA, in an LA Galaxy kit? You in, mean- in a kit, yeah. Full <laughs> yeah. kit. We're tampering in the MLS. <laughs> we all get fined for tampering. <laughs> yeah. My wife is going to love when I get this MILF kit. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a story to tell your kid one day. <laughs> be like, one day, kid, I knew everything there was to know about MILFs. <laughs> and I know what you're thinking, but it is Major League Football. Um. So, website Joe, do you have any, like, last piece of advice for us in this MLS Galaxy War? Last pieces of advice, or could you just tell us like two players on the galaxy yeah. so that we don't get in the same situation? One would future? one would be cool. Is Slaton still on the galaxy? Yeah. Sure. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Let's okay. go with that. He was in, he was a ninety in FIFA sixteen, so he's pretty sick. That's gonna be a uh, response from that one. <laughs> you can. Um, I'm pretty sure you can go on. Uh, Online and look up some youth games. Galaxy have a club. They they play all over California. You can uh, do some research on some eight year olds. See, we're looking to put in minimal effort. This is the whole reason we brought you right. on the podcast. We're looking to put in minimal effort to get some. Well, 
Major League Football information so that we can tweet for the next month. I'm I'm more of a neighborhood expert. I can I can keep going on about Cal State Dominguez Hills, but the team itself. <laughs> I'm always so enthralled by the grounds that I that I lose track of the of the actual match. Yeah, our I would I would look more, but I was just trying to do so much research. I was trying to hunt for different players, like hunt for names. So I went to milfhunter.com, and now I my computer is frozen for. It says that I don't know. I put in a credit card. It, there's a lot of issues with my computer. Got to call Apple support. Did you get a virus? I've I've gotten a couple kinds of viruses. Yeah. You know that might be, that might just be uh, the PSG fans and the Atlanta fans trying to fuck with you. Listen, I wouldn't put it past them. Those fucking slimy motherfuckers. I just want to meet the person that defends the Atlanta United football team to strangers. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really want to know what the Atlanta FC, Atlanta United fans are like. Like the diehard Twitter Atlanta United fans are doing their day. He, I think, he, I think I looked at him and he has less <laughs> followers than us. All right, I, I think, I think we've had enough talk about uh, Atlanta United and the Galaxy. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize I was going to talk this much about the MLS. No, we're we're going to get into our what everyone's been waiting for. So. As as everyone knows, we are all uh, Wisconsin guys, and at the end of every show, we do our, our top three. Um, so we're going to rank – we're going to do something very applicable to everyone who wants to listen, um, and we're going to rank our top three Madison bars. Uh, so if you're thinking to yourself, hey, I didn't go to the University of Wisconsin. I don't know what the fuck these guys are talking about. Uh, sorry, I, I don't. I don't really have anything to say to that. Just keep listening. Uh, you'll learn something. If you didn't new. go to University of Wisconsin, then you're probably not listening to this anyway, right. because it's only like four of our friends that might happen to listen to this. Or and you're I would my bet mom. That about half of them, right? Or Max's mom, and I would bet that about half of them uh, fell off around the first time we said Mojadama. Right. So it's fine. Um, so the r- only rule, obviously, you can't repeat. And it can be any – the bar doesn't have to exist anymore. So any bar, past okay. or present. Are we doing a snake draft? Yeah. So it's going to – website, Joe, you'll have the honors. It's going to go you, me. Uh, who went third last week? Okay. So so it'll go <laughs> website, Joe, Moose, Terry Chubbs. All right. I mean, this is an easy one. Yeah. Start off. Number one overall pick, Mondays. Doesn't even come close. Darts, free popcorn, stiff drinks. Yeah. No glass on the patio. Right. So, I mean, everyone knew that was coming. That was – if you hadn't picked that, I would have been concerned. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the other – like what else would be the number one overall. What night of the week? What night of the week? Uh, I personally, we fell in love with Mondays, uh, Monday on Monday with the apple pie shots, but my personal favorite might be Free Darts Wednesdays. Free Darts Wednesdays is good. I want to give Free Darts Wednesdays. Give a shout out to uh, Boss Sam from Mondays. And an anti anti shout out to (laughs) Quas. Fucking Quas. Does he not stack glasses? Fucking loser. Um, who, who, 
who loves the who loves pineapple expresses the most because I would put that on our good friend B Tuck. Uh, I've never been to a bar and had someone buy more pineapple expresses. I've never been to Mondays and had someone buy more pineapple expresses for himself than B Tuck. I've seen him put down maybe twelve. Who the fuck is B Tuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, B Tuck just puts down anything. <laughs> Uh, he le- he lost his virginity when he was nine. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought maybe someone would pick up on B Tuck. I did. I think I thought we all did. I no me me and me and website Joe had no idea. But I get I get it now. Now I, I do. It. We're gonna need some heavy cutting, Jack. I'm sorry, I, I don't know. Moose Jack's gonna have to Love turn on the My Chemical Romance and do some heavy cutting. <laughs> He's a funeral director, and he was once featured in a, a highly coveted website busted coverage uh, as front page as a redneck Wisconsin fan. Um, my good friend B Tuck. All right, all right. I'm going second pick. Uh, I'm gonna go with um, Chasers uh, for a combination of reasons. The drinks are great. The we we discovered the classic. Crown and pineapple, crown oil and pineapple juice there, which I don't know who the fir- okay, never mind. I have an idea of who the first person to order that was, but like ever or, or? Uh, of people we know, yeah, at that bar. Um, it's it, maybe this is a hot take, not a good drink, <laughs> like bad no, combination. There's no such thing as a good, like, like now that you've been an adult and gone to real bars there's no such thing as a madison bar that has good drinks no no but just the idea it's not a good combination crown royal and pineapple juice i, I yeah, don't know I'm, i don't I think, think it's that's good. a hot take I, it's it's drinkable <clears throat> yeah i mean everything's drinkable it's no different in my mind than any other combination of juice and liquor okay that's fair but regardless uh best bar food in madison is there Chicken tenders, unreal. Burgers, great. Cheese curds, great. Uh, I think it's an easy choice. Very easy access to Smirnoff ices if you fancy those. They used to have arguably the best liquor of all time, Uncle Bob's, uh, the root beer flavored shot. We don't know. Rest in peace, Uncle Bob's. Did they nix the Bob's or did Bob's go under? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Jack, let us know. But I think, yeah, Chase is my second pick. Terry? Yeah, so so before we move on, do we do we like Chasers at night? Like, if it's a sporting event, I'm I'm down for Chasers anytime. But, like, actually going out at, you know, 10, 11, 12, whenever you fancy getting to the bar, did, are, are we a Chasers night fan? Because I am not. No, I guess I'm not. But but I guess the point you made is, is – I didn't even bring this up. It's probably the best bar to watch games at, and they've yeah, got yeah. the outdoor patio, and I'm, I just like day drinking. So – but you're right. It wasn't a good night bar. Yeah, I just – I remember every time I went to Chasers at night, it was like so ungodly crowded that I would just um, go smoke cigarettes on the patio and leave. 
Not yeah, sure. It just much. got very crowded. But I think it's kind of had all its business taken from it by the new place across the street. Oh, right, right. I don't – I forget what that place is called, but – Whatever. Daniels. Daniels. Donnie. Daniels. <laughs> Donnie's. Yeah, something like that. Dominic's. Yeah. All right, Terry, um, what do we got? So I know everybody's sitting here thinking, oh my gosh, the KK hasn't been picked. The KK, the KK. <laughs> I fucking hate the KK, okay? <laughs> the KK is the worst. I will never pick the KK. You can give me 100 picks of bars in Madison. There might only be 99 bars, but I will not pick the KK. You walk by that place, you smell it, and, and oh my, I, I can't even, I can smell it right now. Uh, um, my pick here. Uh, is a place doesn't exist anymore, actually maybe exists still, uh, exists in my heart, 608. Yes, that was on my list. That was on my list. The absolute <laughs> best bar besides the two you just named in Madison. I think there is still one on Fordham Ave, which I know none of you guys know where that is. It's by the Chocolate Shop Hay on Fordham Ave. I drove by it once. I saw 608. I highly consider driving right into the parking lot, walking in. You know there's going to be nobody in that bar. You know the bouncer is – the bouncer's not paying any fucking The bouncer's attention. drunker than the people there. <laughs> the bouncer is bliss. I don't know about I don't know about third or what yeah third pick overall but it was I I had, I had to take it or that thing was coming off the board before the I could best get it. I the best 608 story is we went there with a girl who was Asian and she was underage and she just used a a girl who was white's ID a and the blonde ba- girl's ID a blonde white girl's ID and she was Asian with black hair and the bouncer was like yeah you're good <laughs> You're bound to walk into 608 and hear someone queuing up, hey there, Delilah, on the jukebox. And that's all I got to say for why that is a place for me. I mean, it's a good pick. Great, great memories. Great underage memories. Yeah. All right, Chubbs. So I will, I'm going to stick with the underage theme. And I actually don't know if it's still in business, but I'm going to go with the sake bar. Oh, (laughs) it's not. But that's a great call. Yeah, so that's, I feel like that speaks for itself. The place is amazing. It's about uh, 20 square feet, and I felt like it was always extremely crowded, and I was always very, very drunk when I was there. So it actually could have been a really unfun bar, but as best I can remember, it was a blast. Website Joe uh, drunkenly asked for Sapporos to go from there, and they gave them to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. We, we got Sapporos to go from, what was the, what was the bartender's name? Didn't we call him Moose? Yeah, we called him Moose. Yeah, and, I called him uh, Moose. So Moose, the bartender, I, I don't remember this really, but Moose, the bartender, gave us the Sapporos to go, and then uh, we walked over to, to JD's, and that's where we met um, that that Snapchat chick. Right, don't remember. JD's, JD's food cart or restaurant? restaurant. No, original JD's, yeah. the restaurant. Rest in peace, rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I tell a quick story about JD's recently? Me Go and me it. and Beats, me and P- yeah, of course I can because I'm going to talk over everybody else. Um, <laughs> so me and B Tuck went out one night and we went to both JD's food carts. There's two of them, 
and taste tested them and to figure out which one was the real JDs and which one was the fake JDs. <laughs> and then we stood outside the one we thought was fake, screaming to everybody in line that this was the fake JDs and that the real one was down university, down the street. <laughs> and the guy comes out of the food cart, starts talking to us, walks away. We see him driving up, and this is like nowhere near close. We see him driving up in his big suburban, and we're like, oh, fuck. We just took off. <laughs> we knew we were about to get our pass beat because we just told like 50 college kids who did not give a fuck about if it was the real or fake JDs. <laughs> this was not the real JDs. Is was this, this recently? Yeah, like, did you have a child when this happened? Uh, no, this was pre child, but I mean, within the last two years or so. Yikes. Okay. It, it was a good time. The first time I ever went to JD's, I decided to get the pork sandwich, which was just a pork chop <laughs> oh and white God. bread with mustard, and it was delicious. And every time I went there <laughs> after, which was like 15 times, it was sold out. <laughs> like, <laughs> they were always like, no, nah, I don't have that. And I was like, I want the fucking pork. And there was just a huge bone in the middle of it. It was disgusting. <laughs> All right. Chubbs, what's your second pick? Snake back. And we're still picking bars. We didn't switch to restaurants, right? Because that sounded like... If they serve... No, that was just part of the story. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So, Osaka uh, was your first pick. Osaka was my first. I feel like I have to take the KK because I love FAC. I do, I do have fond memories of FAC. That's and fair. And I did have fun at that. And so, on those grounds alone... And also, I feel like we played a decent amount of darts there. Moose took a charge from Brad Davison, future guest of the show. That was at Mondays, but... Oh, really? But that's okay. I only saw a video. <laughs> we beat Melvin Gordon in darts. We did. He's a, he's a lefty. Not a lot of people know that. That's true. Okay, that's... I mean, so, I think yeah, it's I a feel, respectable I mean, pick. It's a respectable institution. If I were going back right now, I probably would not go there. I almost certainly would not go there. But I have fun. I, I think you feel put, like it deserves put it, We put it in its place by... Leaving it to the second round. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I agree. I agree. I'm not. Uh, Moose knows I was never, never a big fan of the KK, um, but I do have I do have plenty of fond memories, uh, especially with I don't, I don't know what to call him, but he was he was a certain long haired individual who uh, liked 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 his drugs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Packingham. <laughs> The, the one thing I'll him. the one thing I'll say about the KK is if you're if you're ranking purely like not just bars but specific moments, FAC is up there. But with the KK, when you saw the kids walking around with the like Nike hat that said the KK on them, I just wanted every time to fucking grab that hat off their head and just throw it down the closest sewer, like <laughs> just throw it right down and rub it right in their face. Because that I, whenever somebody wore that, hat, I was like, oh, sick, dude, you drink. You go to the KK, that's fucking unreal, dude. <laughs> All right. Terry, what's what's pick number two for you? All right. Uh, so so pick number two. I'm going to have the most out there. Um, I don't know. Bars, I think. Uh, the Irish pub. Damn, that was my next pick. That was my next pick. Mondays are original Mondays. You go there, you get some Irish car bombs. Um, you talk to a bunch of old, poor people who definitely should not be spending, you know, hundreds of dollars at the bar that night. There's, there's actually, uh, uh, 
some uh, casino games in the back, whatever you call those, the little machines in the back. They got a darts board. Uh, I have to go Irish Pub, original Mondays. Good pick. Okay. Good pick. Great pick. I, I'm i going to go with Visions. Oh! <laughs> Excellent pick. You dog! So, uh, for those of you that don't know, Visions was a... I, I can't respect, like, can't call it a gentleman's club because it was the farthest thing from that. It was a fellas club. It was a... What are you saying was? Is it? Is Visions gone? Oh, I'm sure... No, no. For me, I'll probably never be that. Oh, okay. But, it's still there. Hey, yeah. never say never. Yeah. Uh, it was... Not clean, but I many times left my heart at Visions. I met many fine ladies at Visions. Uh, you know, it was a bit of a drive. It wasn't just, you know, downtown Madison, but it was definitely a place where I, I wouldn't have had the same college experience without Visions. And I've Love seen many pick. people get the living shit kicked out of them buy strippers there, which is always a good time. Yeah, so and, I, and there was a shooting there recently. Right. There's shootings there all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, embarrassingly, have never been. What? I always wanted to go, and for one reason or another, I never actually made the trek. I love it as, like, a punchline, and I love it as a place that exists, and I will oh fight my God. with every fiber of my being to make sure it exists in perpetuity, <laughs> but I have never been inside the establishment. Wow. Okay, well, when when we all reunite after after quarantine, hopefully in Madison, Chubbs, you are, you are due for a Visions yeah, experience. I guess, like... Me just saying I'll never go back now, that's just not true anymore. Yeah, and that immediately proven false. Yeah. All right, website Joe. I get two? You get two. Hmm. Um, wasn't around too long, but I'm a big W guy. Okay. Uh, great day drinking spot. And also just, just the one memory of... Uh, Thomas Pitters yeah. pissing in the stairwell, you know, yeah, is is up there. Papa shot. Papa shot's good too. It's got Papa shot. Yeah, Papa shot's, shot's great. Um, the, the W closed. No, he's saying when when he was there. Oh, yeah, I, I, I just like wasn't around for Jack. a while. Yeah. Ooh, and my my last pick. Uh, Wait, don't you only get one pick? I thought I had two. No, Do you two. not know how a snake works? Fat-ass chubs. But if I had two last time, don't I get two again? No. He started. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is baffling. No, I didn't start. No, I'm saying website Joe started. <laughs> we went down. You got two. Went back. Now he gets two. Then we go down. You end. <laughs> okay. There's no way you don't understand this, so I think this is a great ploy for getting extra picks. You're going to come out of here with four total you're picks. You're just going to fucking start naming places. You're not, you're not even going to name ones in Madison. I'm trying to trade down to get some value. What? You're like the fucking Patriots. Just always trade your picks. My, my last pick off the board is... Oh, this is, a, this is a tough one. I feel like the heavy hitters are really gone. So, I've always, I, you know, I was always, uh, I always had a good time at City Bar. Okay. That's a good pick. That would have been on 
in the second half of my list. Okay. City Bar, Nintendo 60, you walk down to the basement, Nintendo 64 down there, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's the the N64 in the corner, and there's the darts room in the back, but they also made this, like, strawberry uh, booze thing. Great. Delicious. I was kicked out. I was kicked out of there by Thomas Pitters. Oh, ex- can I take a pick back? No, but hopefully someone else doesn't uh, want it. Oh man, I have. I know what you're thinking. It. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's really what my pick. Sh- that's really what my pick should have been. So if that doesn't get mentioned, that'll be in the honorable mentions. That's actually not going to be my my last pick. Really, my last um, pick is going to be doesn't exist anymore, but Johnny O's. That. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Jonathan O's. Jonathan I love it. O. Bergowitz Steen Golds. That's <laughs> what I call it. Johnny O's, if, you're, if you are a Jewish kid at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, a Thursday night on Johnny O's was like Hanukkah evening. It was just always a good time. I loved everyone there. The music was great, not too loud, easy to get a drink. And one thing that you might not know is that on Wednesday nights, when it wasn't, you know, a bar mitzvah, <laughs> they gave you mini corn dogs with your drink. So, I didn't know that. Yeah. But I always had a great time there. Uh, good dance floor. It was easy to close as well, as the kids say. There was so. a there was a there was a shooting there. Um, there was a the shooting last there, day of our uh, freshman year. Last day of our freshman year, we we're just walking around outside. Then we heard a couple gunshots. People scatter on Johnny O's, Jonathan O's. Sorry. Was that when Monty yeah. Ball got shot? It was. It, he didn't get shot, but it was the same day as his confrontation. So I actually have a story about that. I was with my friend outside of the dorms, shout out Witty, and we were sitting and just like smoking a J at the end of the night. And this cop came up to him and like stopped him and was like, hey man, what are you smoking there? He's like, oh, it's just like a black and mild dude. And the cop took it and he's like, don't smell like a black and mild to me. And we're like, oh, like shit, man, come on, like be cool. And all of a sudden he got a radio call about that shooting that was two blocks away and he had to go be like a first responder. <laughs> Shout out to the first responders. I know a big part of our uh, podcast audience is first responders. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Thank you. Right. But he first responded to that shooting and he got me out of a ticket. And because I was in Wisconsin, probable jail time. Uh, <laughs> counting, you know, on the, J- on the Johnny O's train, I want to say uh, mazel tov to that. To you getting out of that. All right, Terry, last pick. Okay, so there's a lot of things on my mind here for last pick. Um, places like uh, like Wolf, uh, Scott Van Pelt's favorite bar, Wando's, <laughs> uh, the Ivory Room, also known as the Piano I had bar, that on my list. Great, yeah. great place to bring a mother. Wait, um, you can't name like six bars before I get my last <laughs> Yeah, what the fuck? You're naming all my picks. <laughs> 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 you only are we only doing three picks? Yeah, yeah he but... only has one pick left. I only oh, have one left. Yeah, you only have one left. Come on, guy. Okay. The rules are very unclear. So the bar I'm going to go with here, um, 
which is not a bar I frequented often, but I enjoy one aspect of it. It is the Essen House, and it's just <laughs> having holding a big boot of beer. There is nothing more manly than just standing there holding a big boot of beer and being able to down as much of it as you can so that your friends that paid for the beer actually drink less of it <laughs> and then sticking someone with the last amount so they have to finish it and go buy the next one i think <laughs> the the, house. i think of, there are a lot of shitty restaurants in madison i don't think i've ever had worse food anywhere than yeah, at well, house. Atrocious. Everyone got food poisoning when we went. <laughs> yeah. the, food, the food is awful besides their giant soft pretzels. And those aren't even that great. I'm not saying they're good. That's also hard to fuck are, up. Those just aren't awful. All right. But the Buddha beer, Essen House. Interesting pick. Yeah, very. All right. Wild pick. Jobs, last pick. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Segredo's. <laughs> okay. Alright, Li- yeah, liquid. It's just called wet now. Or liquid. <laughs> liquid. Yeah, that's what it's called. That's a, that's a rough take. It's a bad place. It's not a lot of fun, but it has a unique character, and it was one of the few bars that you could get into, like, underage without an ID. <laughs> Yeah, ambiance and being able to easily get in are definitely huge factors here. Yeah, so it served a real need for, like, the first six months of college when I didn't have a fake ID. Okay. (laughs) I mean, the obvious one missed that I know, website Joe, the real KK, the karaoke The real KK, yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I may or may not be banned for life from there, (laughs) but that's up in the air. Uh, I don't really think we missed any other big ones. I had... Those are all the ones. All the ones I had on my list were named. Uh, yeah, I don't think we. I don't think we missed any big ones. I, I gotta run pretty soon, but yeah. um, I'd love to. I'd love to do just a real quick, like uh, worst bars. Oh, I mean, because I mean, Hawks is Hawks is the worst bar. Hawks, Hawks is, is number one by a mile. <laughs> number one. I've never well, enjoyed. I think you're forgetting uh, WJ's, also known as Whiskey Jacks. Yeah. Dude, that doesn't even bad compl- place, so. And his partner in crime, Red Rock. Okay, the, Redcock. Yeah. The, Red the one positive about at least Redcock and whiskey and Whiskey uh, Jacks, WJ's, and WJ's are like you. They're big. Hawks yeah. is a hallway <laughs> with a bunch of sixteen-year-olds. <laughs> It's the worst yeah, place Hawks, in the world. Hawks blows. Wando's not great. What do we think of Wando's? I agree. Wando's not very great unless you want to hang out with kids from uh, a certain town in Wisconsin that I will not mention. If, yeah, Brats, I'm not a huge Brats fan. Not great. I don't mind Bratz. If you can sit outside at Bratz in nice weather, it's okay. But yeah. it's not a place I'm going to like. Wando's? A place that like their their main promotion is free bacon and it's a bar. I'm not into that. That's not <laughs> that's not for me. What what do we think of Church Key? Well, here's what I was gonna say. The I don't hate Church Key. About, the beautiful thing about Madison is there there are great bars, there are shitty bars, and then there is just like bars like Church Key. I've never been. And the Plaza. Yeah, the Plaza and uh, that one we used to play trivia at. Fucking Badger. Bucking Badger. Yeah. Oh, the Northwoods. Yeah. The Northwoods Lodge bar. There's there's so many just like bars you walk by and you're like, who goes here? Yeah. I don't know, man. 
What about margaritas at Diego's? Diego, that was an OG. Yeah, that, that was, was on my list. Doc. Yeah, I thought about that earlier. Was Diego's that that closed down? R.I.P. Tiki bar with the vending machine. It, the one time I tried it, it didn't work. <laughs> I, yeah, I went to Tiki bar one time. I think Tornado Room could have been a sleeper up there if you're trying to get a little fancy. Right, right. Um, all right, right I, think, I think we had a uh, a pretty pretty good list there. Uh, so, Website Joe, thank you again for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me, boys. Yeah, and thanks for the help with the website, FatMariaSports.com. Everyone Fat check Maria it out. FatMariaSports.com, I put as, about as much effort into it as I was paid to do it, so. There you go. <laughs> we, 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 look at, we look forward to you coming back on and ranking uh, not only the best episodes of Impractical Jokers, but also the, <laughs> the ranking the four Jokers themselves. Um, so. I, you know what? I think I'd actually be more like more prepared to do that than to talk about soccer. So. <laughs> They're so <laughs> damn Impractical. <laughs> All right. Nothing about it, man. Terry. I love him. Right. Terry, you want to send guys. us out? Ah, uh, yeah. Take it away. Take it away, Jesse. Peace. I don't want another pretty face. I don't want just anyone to hold. I don't want my love to go to waste. I want you and your beautiful soul You're the one I wanna chase You're the one